Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Bonsak Fanab. It's a beautiful uh, Thursday uh, in November, 16th of November 2023. Gilbert Joseph, uh, good evening. How is the, I'll say his, maybe this can pass for winter, if yes, you wish, since yes, you are crazy yes. about thank winter. Thank you, thank you. I was going to, um, <laughs> but it's not winter. As, as they were saying, people, I was going to carpet you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's not winter. Though. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's not winter, but I think it's interesting. It's a sign that December is just around the corner, and this is where you get when it's towards Christmas. Yeah. Uh, man, it's already here. But I think particularly once again, the era of nose mask has to return. And when you walk around town, everyone just seems to go about their normal businesses. And masks are really affordable, to say the least. Mm. Um, if there's anything you know about the economy right now, I think it's not um, too big to deal a huge blow as to whether or not one can acquire nose masks. And you remember there was a time people improvised, we made these things locally when COVID was around and it's also a good time to go back to that era and save you know, society from some of these um, communicable diseases because it can really, really you know, flourish at a time such as this. So um, Christmas, like I said, like I said, Christmas in just um, gradually the whole momentum is, is um, growing bigger with regards to the initiative being put to, um, together by the Plateau State Tourism Corporation Board. And it's also, you know, something that deserves the support and attention of all well-meaning people of Plateau State. I mean, that's uh, very true, uh, Gilbert. Uh, the Hamatan is here. Uh, one of the things that Hamatan brings is the dust from all over, you know, the place. And it lands on your skin. I mean, this is time that you find people, you know, having funny cold and catar, you know, uh, different, you know, uh, bacterial uh, infection, infections. Yeah. So you have to be very, I mean, wash your hands properly. Gilbert has stressed the need for uh, using nose masks if that is very necessary for you. But it's very important that you wash your hands uh, before eating, especially if you uh, return from work with soap and running water sure. because you've shook people's hands. You don't know what they've handled. You know, uh, you don't know, you know, the places that they've been. Maybe they use the restroom without even washing their hands and then you shake them because it's caught, you know, for you to shake people and greet them sure. warmly. But in the event you are taking, you know, things harmful agents that are alien to your body and it may really bring you down. So it's very important for you to protect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Gilbert, what stories have you been following? Today? Um, closely connected to what we just discussed, Enugu State, um, the enemy there has said no fewer than 10 medical doctors were abducted in the last two months. And um, it brings to mind, again, the growing concern of insecurity, you know, across the country and especially, you know, even in Enugu State, because for that to have happened in the last two months, you know that Nigeria has been faced with shortage of medical doctors and even personnel, mm. or even practitioners. So when you have these people being abducted day in, day out, it means um, a lot more multiplier effect is being recorded in the negative. It means that patients wouldn't have access to medical doctors as at when due. And it's really pathetic that people who provide these critical services to society have to deal with such um, evil, 
you know, and it's not too nice. I, I, I don't know the impression people get. When doctors leave the country because of poor working condition, poor salaries, poor remuneration, and then you go ahead to abduct them, uh, what exactly is the sense in it? It's just a no-brainer. And even though it's not just about them, we have seen people who absolutely have nothing been abducted by men of the underworld. I think it's something that, again, government at different levels has to take particular attention to and provide security, especially for people who provide critical services, you know, such as this. Yeah, well, this is very uh, important uh, because, I mean, we can't afford to not protect, you know, the remaining doctors that we have, uh, despite the fact that some of them, especially the younger ones, see a green uh, pasture and opportunity, you know, in other countries of the world. Uh, and here we are back home. I mean, there was this story of the professor from University of Calabar that was abducted. Yes, I think months ago. Yes, and, you know, earlier it, this year. Yeah, yes. I think. Yeah, I think the enemy then yes. even declared, you know, yes. strike. Strike. Yes. You know, protesting and demanding that you know the government of Cross River do everything within it, within its powers to uh, ensure that their colleague regains her freedom. Uh, so we can't afford to, you know. Uh, lose the people that we have here back home. Uh, and this whole issue of insecurity, I would say, is very holistic. No Ribadu has shaked some table, you know. Um, on the one hand, he's saying that Tinubu doesn't make noise and uh, security exploit. On the other hand, he's, he, he was quoted as saying that uh, Nigeria is bankrupt. You know, Buhari didn't leave, didn't leave anything, you know, mm-hmm, in the yeah. treasury. And uh, for me, it's... Uh, I, I, I question... Some of these, you know, claims. Uh, so far, when Tinubu came, I and and it just shows you the quality of leaders, you know, that we have. Because if people come into leadership and think that they can do as they wish without even looking at, okay, what are some of the laws uh, that should guide our conduct, you know, as a people, uh, and they just, you know, do things uh, anyhow. I mean, if. If you're complaining, I, I think that, you know, there's an option for you, for you to resign. Sure. Because people didn't, people voted you because uh, they, they believed, like your ideas, yeah. you know, uh, not your sent. They like your ideas and that they voted you into power. And here you are, you know, saying that, no, the other person and this whole uh, rigmarole, I would say, started with the APC in mm-hmm. 2015. Mm-hmm. Laya Mohammed, then uh, Minister for Information and Culture, always was hammering the good luck, you know, Jonathan administration. And also, I, I Femi Adishina. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that it was just a ploy for them to uh, make Nigerians to forget, you know, their the hardship. Yes, mm-hmm. their ineptitude, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at the time. Instead of, you know, making the Nigerian people have trust and faith in them to say, okay, this is where we are as people. This is, and that's why I love what uh, Peter Obi said. He said, mm-hmm. okay, declare, governance is about, yeah. Yes, it, declare well, the assets and liabilities you inherited. So that we know. Thank you. Yeah, don't Thank just come you. out mm-hmm. to say we are bankrupt. True. Government too is mm-hmm. about public Very accountability true. and Very transparency. True. So, uh, I mean, I, I just love, you know, the ongoing mm-hmm. uh, debate. But the see. APC shouldn't take us to be uh, fools. Every mm-hmm. time is this person mm-hmm. has done. Now that they've even power has transited from one party to the other, from one party, one, one, within one, the same party. Yes, one government to the other. To say, and they're or one still saying the same the thing. True, true. And this is where you have to give kudos to the PDP. Because, for example, when um, Yara Dua took over from 
Obasanjo. You know, there was nothing like this sort of fast. And though, he admitted thank failure. You. But he admitted thank you. failure. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and Jonathan again, when he continued from where his boss stopped, he didn't hear even though because he was a part of that ticket. You know, so um, the APC has to find a way of addressing these issues. And the president must be seen really to be addressing the issues holistically. And I particularly must say that I'm not impressed, too impressed with some of his conduct and some of the journeys he has undertaken in the past, say, one week. Because you look at the scenario or the incident wherein he was in Saudi Arabia and we had a Nigerian, you know, um, Nigerians supposedly, you know, being shipped back upon arrival in Saudi Arabia again for certain reasons. That There is no bigger slap than that sort of thing. And when we expected that he was going to return, off he goes, you know, to Guinea-Bissau for their independence celebration. Is that, is that even called for? At whose expense are all of these things being footed? He went for Omra, agreed. Okay, you can fund that. Aside that, how about the business consultations you've had? At went what expense? Saudi. Yes. You know, so... <laughs> So you know, I, mean, I, I do think that, uh, and this is you know with all sense of uh, seriousness that we as Nigerians were fascinated with travels, and I don't know you know how much, especially our leaders, I don't know how much has traveling you know uh, given attracted. us. It, but you have to give it to former President Obasanjo when he came on board. For one of the first things that he was doing was traveling, uh, making sure that our relationship with the world gets corrected. And that was why, you know, at the time our dead were dead being, was they were being mm-hmm. forgiven, you know, uh, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he restored, you know, that Back Nigeria... investor confidence. Yes. It was Nigeria, on ground. That Nigeria now is a, uh, I'll say, seemingly democratic mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. because at the time he had his own, you know, uh, the Muslim of INEG, yeah, you know, yeah. and things like that. But, you know, this dispensation, you find leaders traveling. And I wonder what does... I mean, if... And and this is what people don't, especially, will I say African leaders? Let me be modest to say maybe perhaps they do not know or perhaps they are um, ignoring, you know, that fact. That if you are so good enough and you make your society an investment-friendly society, you don't need to travel to go anywhere. Very true. Yeah, because people know where that, people know where if they, Put their money or security. They will get return on, on Of course. And then the risk is less. It's not, you know, high risk. But Nigeria is a volatile, you know, society. The government today can wake up to say, this is the economic policy we're taking. This is the economic policy they were taking. And then you think investors, you know, will leave. And that is why we keep, you know, uh, going out. But if our society is well that, okay, investors know that, okay, if I put in uh, $1, I'm going to get $2 over this is uh, so, uh, so, so and so period of time. And then the government is doing everything to make sure that uh, my money doesn't, I, I gain my money in profit. You know, people will come. That's the story of Dubai. Thank you. United, I, I was going Emirates. to. I was going to get get yeah. to that. The Just one world. single pronouncement yeah. was even enough to attract, you know, the attention of the world. Tax free, we're tax free state now. Yeah. For example, who doesn't want to come there to do that sort of business? The one single pronouncement was enough to change even the fortunes of the people. And I like totally the submissions you have had on this issue, yeah. and especially the Dubai model. It was a really fantastic, fascinating yeah. idea. Yeah. Even Singapore. Look at Singapore. Sure. You know, close borders in Singapore right now making decisions you know on behalf of billions uh, in the world
Let's play this insert from Muda Yusuf uh, from the uh, he's a financial expert and this is what he said. He said he was just giving solutions uh, on how the, uh, the country can get out of you know inflation. 27%, 27% inflation, Gilbert. <laughs> and yesterday I said that, look, the government can, you know, deny the facts or try to hide the truth for all it wants to do. But one thing I'm very certain and I know for a fact is that numbers don't lie. Numbers are absolute. Numbers are dependable. One plus one is, in Jones is two. <laughs> in Gazum, in, you know, in my village is two. In Zamko is two. Uh, but if you come, you want to suppress it, you know, it, it just can't work. It just can't work. When we come back, the show will continue. Stay here. Let me say that some of the factors responsible for the current situation are factors that actually predated the current uh, administration. Uh, the only uh, two major factors uh, which had, you know, come up uh, during this administration are basically and of course, they are very, very important factors as well. Uh, the first subsidy issue and the foreign exchange issue. Uh, those factors are very critical. Uh, they are also factors that are, to a large extent, the outcomes of uh, some of the uh, reforms that this administration has undertaken. But whether those reforms are something that we could avoid it's a different matter. But in my view, those reforms were inevitable because of the legacy of, uh, you know, very weak economic fundamentals that uh, this administration inherited. I think the bigger issue is how the administration is responding to the current situation, particularly the issue of uh, inflation. Because the key drivers, as we speak, are the issues of the foreign exchange, that's the exchange rate depreciation, the high cost of energy. I think those are the two major issues. Of course, there are also global dimensions to inflation because globally inflation is a big issue. And to that extent, whatever we import also comes with some kind of inflation, which you call imported inflation. And on top of that, we have issues with insecurity, which again, it's a legacy problem, which is affecting especially the supply of food. And the fact that our currency has also been significantly weakened, it is now much easier for our neighboring countries you know, to come in and buy up uh, a lot of things very cheaply, including food. Mm. So that also is a, is a factor. Because when you are competing with and neighbors, because many of them are French speaking and, this, and, the, and their currency is safer. Safer, like many other foreign currencies, has uh, gained a lot of strength against the Nile. Well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak for now. My name is Gilbert Joseph. Yeah, well, we have a guest. We have Mr. John Mark Palm, his assistant youth leader of the PDP here in Planted, Planted State Chapter, as also Northern Zone Youth Leader. Uh, he's here with us. Good evening. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. John Mark Palm. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much. Good evening. <coughs> well, uh, lots and lots of 
uh, interesting, you know, uh, events uh, over the uh, last few days, especially as it um, revolves around the issue of the judgment, you know, from the Court of Appeal. Uh, Gilbert, was it yesterday or the day before that uh, uh, Plateau women came out, you know, in their numbers expressing their displeasure uh, over the conflicting judgment? A former yeah yesterday okay a former minister of water resources uh, that is honourable Sarah Rango Chekpe was there and uh, she gave her own submission you know to uh, what's going on but there's there were a group you know came out uh, I think two nights two days ago you know saying that or claiming that they are members uh, of your party uh, Mr John Mark and. Uh, they were carrying placard blaming some leaders, you know, of your party saying that they are actually those behind the problem of your party instead of um, what is going on right now. And they were saying that some of these leaders, you know, they accuse them of impunity and what have you. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, good evening, everyone. Uh, just like you said, uh, is is very, very pathetic. And, and we are we are we are surprised with that, actually, because we don't have any youth vanguard of PDP that will come out to accuse. Okay, that's PDP. the name of the group. Yes, youth vanguard of P- PDP youth vanguard. And you are very sure that very no sure. group exists, you know, under your uh, party with that, you know, name. You know, anybody can pick an English word and and join them and be a group. You understand because of probably the meaning of the the name. Mm. Or they won't actually. There is nothing like that, Ponsat. The, the the reason why we're saying this is at the moment what we are facing is not to begin to accuse each other. At the moment, what we are facing is what is happening to plateau people. The judgment that is going on that is unacceptable by the plateau people is what we are facing. What we're facing is bigger than what to begin to cause, I mean, apportion blames to people as it is now to whoever leader you think of. So there is nothing like that. We don't have anything like that. Our leader, I mean, Baba Jang, the former uh, Senate, senator and former governor, is, is somebody we are looking onto, is somebody that we know has really helped Plato, even in developing the state. Is there, is open, is a public thing that everybody can say about it. So we don't have anything like that. Those groups, we don't know them. They don't exist. Even if a group like that exists, we don't have a stand like that at all. There is no any move to 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 remove or for 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 former Senate senator to resign in his position as a leader. No, I mean if I understand that's uh, a position. He wasn't appointed or elected he's just playing you know Good. the role of a leader thank so you. yeah so thank uh, you uh, so 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 there's the issue of resigning is is not supposed to come because this group are saying that or maybe they want him to retire you know early maybe i don't know okay. retire what he retire from what politics or what their their stand is he should resign resign from which position what they are saying is he should resign from the, the leader of the party at the state level. Even as it is, Babajang is not the leader of the party. Do you understand? But it's a voice, an elder, that when he says something, 
wherever he is, you can see the, the acceptance. If, if somebody if is going to enter an event or a, a meeting or a program, you can see how people literally will, will, will even lie down. If somebody is coming into a meeting and people are giving him that respect, you don't need to say anything. You don't need to, you don't need, you don't need to, to tell somebody what, who is that person. Do you understand? Yeah, so, there, so, there, there was something you said. Yes. Um, who is the current leader of the PDP as it stands in the state? Presently, the, the governor, the present governor of the state, Caleb Barista Caleb Mutfan is the, the leader of the party. And then we have the state party chairman. As soon as elections are done, the leader of the party is the governor of the state. That is the stand. All right. Um, let's look at the. Have, has there been any effort to identify and fish out these individuals mm. who are parading themselves supposedly, you know, as a, uh, a group from your party and calling for the resignation of, you know, um, Babajan? I don't know what capacity they're even saying should resign. But has there been any attempt to identify them? And if possible, um, perhaps if they are even members of your party, met out sanctions or even call them to other or discipline them. Yes, you, even if you if you go through the the statement they, they wrote on social media, you know there is no even identity. Do you understand? There is no identity because if you are writing some, something, you should be able to say I'm the one responsible for this thing I'm, I'm writing. I'm the one. Nobody at the end of the statement or that thing they sent, nobody, you cannot hold anybody that this is it. They just send the message. I, we try to trace the person. Do you understand that? Send it. But up till now, we cannot even say this is the person. The point here is that statement is wrong. That statement is wrong. It might be a distraction. It, may, it might be a distraction from, from what we Yes, it might be a distraction from the opposition. It's a distraction from the opposition. There's nothing like probability. It's straight because if if the whole party is trying to see how their mandate, the mandate of the people will be returned to them, the mandate of the people will be given back to them, and then a group is coming to say, no, let us come to see how who are the people that are having problems. Then there's a distraction from the enemy, and that enemy is the opposition. Because it can't be. You cannot, if you're truly an in-house, a PDP person, you will not distract the house by such things. That's just it. All right. Um, let's look at, you know, some of the protests that have taken place. Mm. You know, serially, we have seen them in the past days and all of that. Mm. And the accusation that some of these protests are sponsored. How do you respond to that? Because at least um, from those of us who know some of these things that have happened, there are people who have identified, there are people who have spoken to in the course of carrying out this protest. Mm. And they tell you passionately that they are doing this to pursue a just cause and nothing other than that. But yet you find you know, statements left, right and center saying they are sponsored protests. Respond to that, please. You know, in response to this, is still the opposition. Now, when you say sponsored protests, number one is to identify the reason for the protest. Is that clear? Once you identify the reason for, for the protest and it's a just reason, whether it is sponsored or not, they are doing a just cost. Do you understand? If you sponsor somebody to do evil, it's different from sp sponsoring somebody to do the right thing. These people that are protesting are doing the right thing. 
they are protesting for their, the mandate of the people. They are not even saying their own mandate. These people that are protesting, they are not the ones that are in those positions. They are not the, 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 the legislators. But they are protesting because they, they give their vote. They give their vote and then their vote were counted. And then still, at that, after going to the office, the, the judiciary removed them from their office. Even with that mandate that they gave, they, they, they gave the, their legislators. So this is why we are going out for the protests. We're not protesting to, for anything negative. We're not protesting for any other thing apart from the mandate of the people be restored back, be given back to them. And we are saying in, with, a, with a loud voice that the judiciary is not being just in their own judgment. Because you will check the, 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 the discrepancy in, in other states, the same case, but different judgment. You understand? So there is no, there is no stability. There is no, there is no, there is no justice. Consistency. Consistency, mm -hmm. sir. That's the word. There is no consistency in the judgment. There is no consistency. The same case here, different judgment you are giving. Especially we are concerned because Plateau State, we've we've seen it. Is is you know these judgments are open. They are not something hidden. These judgments are open. You know, when other states are considered with the same thing, talking about issue of structure, another state, you are talking about structure, when already in the constitution, there is nothing like you going into pre-election pre matters. These are, these are in-house issues that can be dealt with. You cannot leave your house and come to my house to settle. If I cannot settle in my house, you cannot come and settle me. And it's my issue. And definitely you fight to agree. And you continue in this life, whether you like it or not, fighting or misunderstanding. Let me use that word, not fighting, misunderstanding, even in families, is, is, is something that must happen. It's something that must, must happen. So, so if we have misunderstanding in our, in our party, it doesn't mean that we, have, you don't, we don't have resolution or we've not resolved the issue. That is a stand. And then that is what is on ground. Thank you. The success of that protest, um, at what point will you um, say that the aim and the efforts put into the protest has been achieved? Well, the whole world, thank God, this is, this is public, where the protest is public. Thank, thank God for you, media people. You've carried it, and the whole world is aware that we are, we are, we are, we are asking for a just cause. Uh, so at the end of the day, we are, we are seeing the president of this country Nigeria should be able to to listen to this cry of the people and then go into the matters the the the, the matters involved so that he will be able to resolve the issues on ground if not this thing can lead to anarchy because judiciary is the last hope of a common man if the if the common man doesn't have hope on the judiciary it means everybody will hold the judgment on its own hand anything happened you you go to it since there's no there's no there's no there's no law i mean we don't obey law again here in the country so you know it will cause a lot of issue it will lead to anarchy so the, the this protest we've done it we've done our part it's left for government to do their part and we are standing on our ground that this mandate should be restored back should be given back to us plateau people are crying for that and that is our stance all right. Well, uh, in case uh, you just don't know, we've been having a chat with uh, Mr. John Mark uh, Palm. He's the assistant youth leader of the PDP in Plato State and also the Northern Zone Youth uh, Leader uh, of the 
PDP. You can join the conversation 081-2187-7777 or you can call 0905566699. Don't forget to turn down the volume of your radio before you call or you turn it off completely. Or go to Facebook and drop your comments. We are JFM Joss. And on X, we are also at JFM Joss. So we're looking, we're uh, having a chat on the uh, protests and counter-protests, you know, by different inter- uh, interest groups, you know, in the state, uh, all relating to the uh, sup- uh, appeal court judgment uh, that has sacked uh, some PDP federal lawmakers. Let's take the first call. Hello and good evening. Thank you for... Co- okay, got too late. Uh, hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Okay. Uh, zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Thank you very much. My name is Teddy Umar. I'm calling from City and City Junction. We're listening. Yeah. I. You see, I want to comment your guest. I've spoken very, very well. And it's very, very unfortunate uh, that it happened or that it happened in Plateau State. Let me start by your, the, uh, your comment by what your guests have said about the uh, Jonah Junk uh, issue. You see, when we are talking about politics, we are, we are looking at legal, we are looking at the record, we are looking at what have you done so far, why you deserve to be a priest. All these things is what make uh, this politician to go to their various offices. And you see, Plateau said we cannot keep the record of development without naming uh, Governor Babajan. Because we have seen what he has done in Plateau State, Plateau people are feeling, and Plateau people must respect him. So even though he's not anymore the governor, I think as a, a leader in the party, he has the right to talk. I think. Those people that are, that are coming up, you should resign. Resign uh, as how, as your guests have said. So there is no any enemies of any resignation. And lastly, I want to call on the judiciary. You see, a lot of things that is happening, democratically, people have come out and vote for their business. Uh, so that to avoid voters apathy in the future, we are calling on the judiciary to do their judgment according to the uh, people's choice. If they do the judgment uh, uh, not intangible uh, with the people's choice, then that problem will come up. So, we'll, and when another election comes up, it will be very, very hard for people to trust the, the system for them to even come out to vote. So, we don't like all this kind of system that is happening in Nigeria. It's very, very unfortunate. The comments of APC in administration, things have not been well in Nigeria, especially by the practice of our constitution. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Sadiq, for sharing your thoughts. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello. What's up? Good evening. Thank you for calling. Yeah, Deba, good evening. I greet your best there. That's Eric from Refuge. Well listening. Thanks for calling, sir. You see, let me start from uh, the national issue. You see, the administration of APC has dwelled constantly in blame game since their administration. I hope this government uh, by Bola Tinumbu will not tread in the same path. If they have started doing that, it is seriously shameful. I, 
I believe so much that before they raise up their hand to lead this country, that they have things on ground to do, and they know all about the problem of Nigeria. Having said this, the issue of judiciary and its judgment over plateau case, cases, my brother, it is unfortunate. The, the, the pain is so grievous that most of us doesn't know how to take it. And uh, those who are going to the streets are doing something right. I need the government of the day, more especially the Abuja, who is the leader of the party, APC, to look into what is happening in Plato. We don't want any group to tear down this state for us. And uh, anything that should be done speedily to restore the people that have been taken away their mandates here in Plato should be done speedily. I didn't want to stretch it to Nasarawa State and many other parts of the northern region and all over the country where injustice in these matters has been taken effect. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Eric. Thank you for sharing your thought with us. Hello, good, good evening. evening sir. Yes, thank good you. Sir, and the guest in the studio. Thank you for calling. Thank you. I'm Musa Ike Kalu calling you from Holbuji. Are you with me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead, sir. Musa. Okay. Mm. See, history will vindicate the just. We are talking about impunity. Let the gentleman in the studio understand how. Let the question is why did APC receive government from PPP initially? Is it not about the impunity when you are talking about uh, zoning? When during the governor was in power, he refused to to to, to abide by the zoning. You don't know the, the, how the problem started. We started all these things, and at the end of the day, we start blaming the judges. Yesterday, you saw the way that in, in the Labour Party is saying. You see, they have started their own technicality. And at the end of the day, they will start blaming the judge. Let me tell you, we are all in plateau. We knew how it started. We should accept correction and go and correct all these things. You have local government never participated. No what? No, no local government. And you are saying it's not there. Or even those people you are saying that they are your party members and they are even not still in the party. Have you been able to punish them as a party member if what they are doing is not good? Have you expelled them or have you suspended them? They are still in the party. If really what they are saying, if they are doing on the party, there are laws, rules and regulations for them for you to attack, to, to give to them. We should accept things when things is going wrong. Impunity is really affecting us in this country. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for sharing your thoughts with us. Hello. Good evening, Pastor and the guest. Yes, thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please. <coughs> um, this is Ishaya. Are you from here? We're listening. Thanks for calling, Ishaya. Um, I want to ask two questions. For those that are saying impunity started like the last policy, who took PDP to, court, to the tribunal on the issue of structure? And in what section of the constitution, constitution that gives them the right to do so? So I need those answers from those that are saying that PDP is doing what PDP is doing what. And I know it is the PDP members that have the right. Up till today, we have not had any of them 
that came out that he's the one that sold CGP to court for the issue of structure. All that we have been hearing is APC. So I want them to give us the section that gives APC the chance to uh, petition PDP about that. But all what I will say, if you know you are a judge, you know you are right, you are doing this kind of thing. I don't know how you will parade yourself tomorrow and stand and beat your chest that you are a good judge in the country. So they should know that what goes around comes around. Like uh, some months ago, when uh, the governor was sworn in, when he dissolved the APC chairman of the local government, there were there was protests. They were saying that what Caleb did is wrong. So they should know that if they are, what PDP are protesting is not for the party, but is for the is the interest of the state. If they are laughing, if they are beating their chest that power will be shifted to APC, they should know that even in 10 years or in some years to come, it will still happen to them. I don't know how they will feel. So we are calling on each and everyone to see this thing as a rape to plateau state. It's not for PDP alone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Hello. Hello. Good evening, Pastor. Yes, good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and uh, join the this, conversation, please. Uh, this is William calling from the house. Say that again. Hello? Yeah, say that again. Uh, I, uh, what I want to say is this, that the judiciary is right and good thing. Because all this one that they are doing now, they are trying to keep the spirit of the judiciary. We went out massively to go and work for the candidate of our choice. And the only one is now, this area is trying to fill our mandate. So, what this area are now doing, they are trying to force more um, water capacity in the next elections. So, Nigeria is the same year like a kind of uh process in the lateral election because all the propaganda that the INEX government German Hello? Well we can really hear you. Please call us back when you get a chance. Apologies for that. Hello Hello. Yes, good evening. Thank good you evening. for calling. Um, from and your guest, it's Lady Mama Aduno calling from right here. Well, listening. Thanks for calling. From and Gilbert and your guest. What I like about this verdict on the plateau is that they have similar verdicts elsewhere. And this one, there's a kind of double standard and there's a conflict in the kind of judgment. If not, I don't think they ever thought it would happen on the plateau. They thought they would win it, you know, just like that, walk over. That's what I'm suspecting happened. Now, it's true that people are I mean, uh, protesting and all that. And some people are saying it's possible. Some people are not sponsored. You're going to just say what was on my mind. That is immaterial. The important thing is at least I'm happy I fight on television and everything. You're showing it and all that. So that's the important thing, you know. So at the end of the day, if they decide not to, well, it's left to their culture. And the whole world will see that there's something behind it. That conflicting judgment is what I am interested in. I'm so happy about it. I'm telling you. Maybe you don't know what I'm 
Yeah. Now, again, when it comes to the president, mind you, the first day, Ribado is MFA, told us Buhari left Nigeria bankrupt. And that was what Sinibu um, um, has uh, inherited. Then the next day, Sinibu now told us that that he, he inherited a, a terrible, uh, that is, a, um, a, a, I mean, he inherited so much liabilities. From whom? Is he not the same political party? What they are doing is just diversionary. They want to prepare our minds. You know, we're so docile, and they are now catching in on our docility. So they want to prepare our minds to start taking that blame game again. They did with PDP, you understand? Uh -huh. So they don't know how to... to, to, to let's sit back on PDP because they, they have done eight years already. That is what they are trying to do now. All I want to say here is that I've said it on other platforms. All I want to say here is that Sinibu told us that he has been preparing for this job for more than three decades. And that he has all the tools, he has all the magic, all everything he can do to now uh, mean something like that. Now he's uh, turning up and down. He now, uh, the last one I listened to here on, on the right they were showing was uh, the one that happened in Riyadh, the one he's doing with uh, uh, Saudi, that is the Arabanko or whatever they call it, that they will now come over and look at our refineries. The refineries they promised us that at least for that we start functioning in December. Mm. Now, if they, they are brought up this because if they, it will not function. I believe uh, I, 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 I will go with uh, Bosanjo that it will not function. Bosanjo will challenge them. It's not going to function. So they are bringing this story of uh, Saudi coming over. So that we, now the next thing you hear now is that give them time that the Saudi will sort it out, our, our refineries and whatever. That is what is playing out. We can't continue like this. Hmm. All I know is that he has to take all the tools in the box and solve this uh, problem of um, uh, so much infrastructure because he is not behaving like somebody who met a bankrupt. Look at the cabinet. The largest, the, the largest sea server in the in the whole of uh, the world, even. That's that, that's the kind of family. Look at what they are buying. They talk about yachts. They talk about uh, first ladies' cars. They talk about uh, silicon giving them one sixty million and all that. They think the blood proof cars will save them. It's not save them. If they don't solve this issue of smoking infrastructure, I'm afraid we are sitting on the keg of gunpowder that's waiting to explode. I just hope it doesn't get to that point. All the seven months about Nigeria, all the man. Thank you, thank you, uh, Madam. Madam. After this, Gilbert will read out some comment on Facebook. Hello. Hello. Yes. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Consultant Gilbert. Yes. Tell us your name and join the conversation. My name is Ben. Calling from Dagua. We're listening. Uh, uh, honestly, he, some of us we have uh, we are not happy with the way the things are going on. Because uh, since from 1999, <clears throat> you know how we have been contributing to the fight. You remember the kind of things that happened during that year? Lalong, when Lalong was a speaker, that year was the governor. Like Dabang was also in the government. You know how they were trying to bring down the party. But they, they, with the effort of the people in the party, they kept the party moving. Jiang was in NNTT. Uh, Titi Sango was in the other party. They tried to move PDP in plus two. We refused. Kept on going to the point that Dijang came back to PDP. He got the ticket. He continued from there. You see, and then at the end of the day, we said, okay, let's do it the way we're doing it. There's only two things. If Baba had agreed 
allowed people of class to, to south took their position as it was initially agreed. Well, thank you, thank you, Gilbert. On Facebook, Ayodelia Agwabiaka says, if the government will not allow the citizens to express their grievances in a peaceful way, then we are not practicing democracy. David Mark Sambo says, it is the coming on board of the APC in 2015 that Nigeria started being denied the right to protest and freedom of expression. And the APC, as a political party, enjoyed these rights fully when PDP was in power. Quite unfortunate that we have found ourselves with the government that has, that has set us backward. God bless you, Ponsak and Gilbert. Comrade Dawus Longard says, Most must the people protest before the government do the needful. Since the coming of democracy in this country, things are not moving well. The common man keeps suffering, keeps offering. Um, citizens are only important to our leaders during election. The needful should be done, please. We have suffered enough. If the only language that the government will listen to is citizens' protest, then let's continue protesting. Moses Solomon says, I don't even know which type of democracy we are practicing in this country. All I know is that protests never pay in Nigeria. Felkuka Gohan says, wishing the protesters success. But I suggest they should allow the children, wives, and the affected legislators to lead the protest. Ambassador Joachim Joseph Doom says, some protests are aimless, especially judicial protests, which to me is a form of undermining our constitution. Elias Ibrahim Jibril says, um, Mr. PDP Youth Chairman, don't shift the blame to anybody in Plateau. Is the PDP's internal problem um, that's the root cause of all this? Protest is not the way out. PDP is a dying horse in Plateau now. Sir Timsey says, For Christ's sake, we know how we suffered in defending, queuing up from daily basis, okay, from day, day till the next day ensuring that we vote for our credible leaders, but sadly, the judiciary will just truncate our rights. This, I'm assuming, is a danger in the future. Charity Harley says, protests would have been the best way of telling the world our grievances, but everything has been politicized, which makes protest a waste of time and energy. Nurse Gong John Yango says, people who are aggrieved all over the world go on a peaceful protest. As long as they notify the authority before engaging in such adventure. But here in Nigeria, some protests don't follow due process, which most times can be hijacked by hoodlums who inflict serious injuries on innocent uh, 
passers-by and people's property. Suleiman Jibril says, Always my prayer is that may Almighty Allah give us good leaders who have Nigeria and Nigerians at heart. And I also pray for you, Mr. Ponsak and Gilbert. May Almighty Allah continue to guide and protect you from all your enemies, known and unknown, from Suleiman Jibril. Amen. From Magama. Amen. Mm. Now in Abuja, okay. He's now in Abuja, he says, Baturi Simon David says, In no distant time, the truth of all these miscarriages of justice will soon come out, and the architects of this evil shall be put to eternal shame. Izang, as he says, the system of this country is not working at all. May God help us. I love you guys and may God bless JFM. Dennis in Quidom says, In the developed democracies, society's protests are being done on a right cause, not in our own case here, where politicians use the masses at the detriment of their own safety. Like the one here in my state, it's uncalled for using taxpayers' money to sponsor this kind of act. Mike says, the submission of the guest is laughable. How can Mr. President interfere in the judicial decisions? Is he not aware about the principle of separation of powers in a democratic setting? Call me, Isaac says, the judiciary has raped us here in Plateau. Why Plateau? While other states are passing same situation. Aso Banga Ikiase is saying, it's unfortunate that the court listens to APC's cases. It's like asking the court to divorce another couple because the man does not know. All right. Aso Banga. Okay, I've taken this. Said Ibrahim says, Concerning the issue of protest in some parts of Plateau, we don't have anything other than prayers because if we look at it at this point, it's all about politics. Be more Musa says, Can you people invite any APC member to come and Tell us their view about all these issues. Why PDP members every day? They keep declining and we say this always. Cosni Industrial Chemical just says, Nowhere is safe again. Even your phone can get stolen inside courtroom. Stay safe. Israel God's Grace says, You are doing well. To me, protest is a good way, but not now because the government don't... Okay, aren't shaken by protest anymore. May God help Nigeria. Ponsak? Yeah, well, let's come to uh, Mr. John Mark and to give his own response to uh, the comment that you have heard, uh, Mr. John Mark. I mean, a lot of comments. Uh, you know, uh, the one I want to respond to is the one that uh, talking about talking about impurity. Impunity. Impunity, yeah. Now, uh, uh, at what point will that person talk about impunity? And then he's saying, is he saying that is the impunity that let the judges judge wrongly? When we have, like I, I mentioned from, I mean, earlier, that this is an in-house, it's an in-house thing. Yeah. And if the, if the, the judges have a, the way they do their thing, which is the legal, the legal way they do their things, they should go away and, uh, go, uh, and do it the right way. You understand? It's not because of that. So that thing he's saying, I don't think it's an issue. And the same, the same leader that we have, Baba Jang, have apologized to the people. Talking about 2015, he did apologize. If a leader at that capacity will come down to our level and apologize to the whole world, that that step he met was wrong. I think that is a very good one. 
And if every leader will know that what he did or you know they've done is wrong and then come back to say they are wrong, I think it's a very good one. You know, and so these are things the issue of saying uh, we should put our house in order, of course, like I said, every house have issues. Every house have issues. APC have their, their own issues is even more than the PDP's own. We don't want to go into that. We are not a party that will go into you know, peeping into people's house and begin to talk about it. They are used to doing that. And we are not used to doing that. We are not trained for that. We are not trained and culture for that. PDP is a party that embraces people all over. And I discover PDP, once it comes to governance, which is presently what we're doing, we don't separate. We don't say you are APC, you are. It's in this government that even things are shared equally to everybody. All the parties are involved. All the parties, parties, I mean, uh, partake in that. It is in the government of the plateau that you can see presently developments are going on. So at what point, at what point are we talking about that where we, 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 are, we, are, we, are, we are introducing things that are not supposed to benefit the people? So the, the, the truth is, the bottom line here we are saying is this. That statement was wrong. There is no group like that in PDP that want our, our, our leader, our elder statesman to resign. Nobody appointed him. So nobody can uh, uh, let him resign. Resignation comes by appointment. The person that appoints him, you, can tell you to resign. Or can, yes, can, can tell you to resign because he's the one that appointed you. But nobody appointed Baba Jam. His, his, own, his own leadership quality proved him right. And brought him out for people to see that this is our leader. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. John Mark Pam, yeah. Assistant Youth Leader of the PDP and also Northern Zone uh, Youth Leader of the PDP as well. Also, uh, the CEO of Sound Minds Entertainment and Beast Concept. Thank you very much for uh, coming. Gilbert, your final word. NLC. NLC. Thank we you. were here yesterday yeah. and we spoke about this. Um, somehow, they have been able to sheath their sword. But um, Joe Ajero is still seeking medical attention. That's in perspective. And Ponsak, abroad, the, yeah, the House of Reps are frowning at you know the service chiefs and um, the IG of police for not honoring their invitation, wherein they just wanted to have a party with them. And this are uh, a majority um, APC party people. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, this is a much we'll take on the show today. The news will come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now.